I'm Gavin Scott, your host. Welcome to the Stay Outstanding podcast, the show that shares wisdom and gifts knowledge, motivates you to be your authentic self, influences you to fulfill your true potential, encourages you to take action, and inspires you to step into your greatness. Welcome back, everybody, uh, for another episode. I'm so pleased to have in the studio today Kim Shela, who is founder of My Mind. Um, Kim, what is My Mind? Well, Gavin, everybody says, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking this, and in my mind, I thought it in this way. My mind actually is M-I-E mind, which stands for my infinite energy mind. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So infinite energy, how can that be described? Uh, actually, it's never fully described, right? Because it's infinite. We often forget that we're not limited to a box, to a category, to our education, to our experience, to the crazy, bad, or the amazing good stuff that has happened to us. But there are so many other options, infinite possibilities, infinite connections. Uh, there's so much in the infinite space that we really forget. So within that space, I want people to remember that when they say my mind, they kind of related to saying that they are the embodiment of infinite energy. Awesome. Um, this brings around some questions. Um, infinite energy, obviously it can't be limited because it's infinite. Mm. Studies show that the average human uses between three and 5% of their consciousness on a daily basis. So infinite energy, is that suggesting that we're boosting that ability to use more of our consciousness on a daily basis? Yes, not just the conscious mind, Gavin, but your awareness of your subconscious within the subconscious, the unconscious parts of your subconscious, and then tapping into the infinite universal energy, which is when you tap into the super consciousness. And that is where possibilities, that is where healing, that is where tapping into, you know, magical manifesting comes in, because we're saying that I'm not limited by what I know, but just that awareness that there is so much beyond than what I know and what I've been exposed to, how do I bring that into my life? How do I invite that into my environment is where infinite energy begins to just, you know, scratch the surface. So how would somebody invite or tap into infinite energy? Well, it's actually very simple. The minute you begin to connect to yourself, you've automatically created that channel between the higher consciousness, your conscious awareness, as well as your own subconscious. And all of that is literally going back to yourself, connecting with your higher self, connecting with your soul, connecting with that inner voice, connecting with you know, all that suppressed, repressed memories, and just sitting sometimes in the question and sitting in openness. For those that don't know, would you like to offer an explanation of what the higher self is? Yes, it's actually just a fancy word for the soul. 
right? When you have, as, as humans, we love, we love to, to put a face, to put a name, to put a, a body type to something because then we connect it. Like, until I don't see your face, you don't see my face, be like, okay, this Gavin and this Kim. And, you know, you, you're kind of creating an image. But when you see the person's face, there's kind of a tangibility, there's recognition. So a higher self is when you connect to that floating soul body and say, oh, the highest version of me might look like this, or this is how she or he appears in my meditation. And the beauty about once you connect to your higher self, Kevin, is it kind of anchors you into your next step. It anchors you into understanding what is your capability of your body, your mind, your soul, your energy, and of, you know, jumping those timelines and creating absolutely a beautiful life for yourself. What does a beautiful life consist of? That could vary for different people, but but on the layer of, of a definition is just understanding the frequency of joy. And joy is not happiness, right? Joy is that feeling when, you know, you, you go for a walk or you go for a swim or you do you have this great conversation with somebody and you've got this bump of energy. That is joy. And when somebody can start finding that joyous life on a daily basis, that is the most beautiful life because every single day you're getting up and you feel that, oh my God, I love my life. It's got challenges, it's got madness, it's got the good stuff, it's got the crazy, difficult conversations that we have. But then at the end of it, you feel that I've grown, I've received or I've released. And it just has that tangible emotion that your energy is high, you, you have the little bounce in your step. Those are all the, you know, the ways to check that if you're living a, a joyous life, like if, if this was recorded on, on YouTube, people will see my movement. And that is that, that the joyous energy coming through. So it's such an interesting thing, because I'm often talking to people about creating more joy in their lives. How can somebody do that? I mean, it's not like you're just sitting at your easel with a paintbrush and some paint and about to paint something. So the fun thing that I've found in creating joy as a replicable habit is joy has uh, the element of movement. We're all part of nature and we're not meant to be sitting and saying, okay, I'm meditating and that's bringing me joy. Or I'm sitting and staring at the sunset that brings me joy. It might make you feel good, but that's not necessarily joy. Joy has the element of movement. So whether you're moving to dance, you're moving to, you know, you're jogging, you're, you're going for a walk, something that has a little bit of movement or flow is one of the most um easy ways to bring joy in your life every single day. And, and usually, Gavin, I, I tell all my clients that anything between five minutes to 30 minutes, and if you can do two hours, great, committed to joy. Because when you do that, you automatically align to the right side up. And what is the right side up, right? The right side up is your soul is leading your life. Your mind is bringing that information, putting it into strategy, and then your body just wakes up and follows. Most of us, and sometimes within the day we keep flipping, we're running our life through the body. So there's frustration, there's, there's hustle that, you know, you're putting in so much of energy, you're putting in so much of effort, but your results are like so tiny. It, it, it just, 
it's that struggle element. So the minute that happens, you know that your energy, so to say, is inverted. You're leading your life from your body. And the most easiest way to, to turn that the right side up is to do something that brings you joy. It's uh, <clears throat> really interesting because I have a morning routine. And in my morning routine, one of the first things I do is play a song which I dance to joyously. Woohoo! What's that song? It's called Good Morning. <laughs> oh, Kanye's. No, this is not oh. Kanye's. It is, I'll have to tell you, it's very, very different. Um, I'll have to get it up on the old Spotify whilst we're talking, sorry. It's by Kamal George. Nice, I'll check it out. Um, for the sake of everyone listening, since we're now deep into this, what is this song? What is this? Good morning. I'll yep. uh, I'll just play a little part of it. I've I've not prepped for this, so I don't know where I'm going to touch on the song. But here we go. Can't hear you yet. I'll have to share it with you uh, through email. Sure. Um, but anyway, it doesn't have to be that song for anyone listening. It can just be what you resonate with personally. Um, if you like heavy metal and that gives you joy, it could be heavy metal. Um, exactly. So each to their own. Um, in the world of individuality, how can you help a lot of people into step into this infinite energy oh that's a beautiful question gavin um you know all of us imagine you 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 started a business or we did something uh you moved companies everybody talks about their expertise i have an experience for 10 years in in data analysis or i've been a doctor all my life or i've been whatever you know marketing professional we we depend on that experience for so, you know, to take us forward. Now, imagine your soul had a certain kind of experience, right? If you were a high, well, I wouldn't say a high priestess, but a high priest, for example, or you've been a teacher all your soul lives, then automatically when you step into a role of a teacher, you're going to really kill it. Similarly, if somebody was meant to be a leader when they stepped into roles of leadership versus sales, they're going to do really well in that. So to your question, when, again, you start connecting on the inner world and touching, touching base with that soul role, when you connect and say that this is what I've been doing all my life, or these are my skill sets, my talents, my uniqueness, when someone connects with that voice, that, that, that energy that guides them, automatically they start getting directed to what they're meant to do. And then you start excelling automatically in, you know, what your soul has been doing all these years. That's a lot to take in. So <laughs> I know. what you're actually telling, or sorry, not telling, what you're suggesting is that 98% of the planet go into work tomorrow, quit, connect with them higher selves and do what they were you know meant to be doing uh, no. on planet earth <laughs> no 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 so there are two massive rules right so one is the laws of the universe we 
which we've been hearing, the law of attraction, the law of vibration. And then there is the law of the earth, which is being, being strategic, which is respecting your, you know, your responsibilities, which is respecting time. And we've got to respect that as well if you want to succeed. So what I'm actually suggesting is that while you've got your feet in doing what you're doing and excelling, you also, when you begin to reach that stage, you're like, I love what I'm doing, but I don't feel joy. I don't get up in the morning with that spunk in my step. And I'm like, yeah, let's go and make some sales. Then that's the time to sit. And while you're still getting your bills you know, in place and you're running your responsibilities, those exper that exper experience and expertise is there to serve you because that is what will connect your other gifts and your uniqueness to bringing it forward. Nothing happens for coincidence, right? So that is when you have your feet on the ground, you do what you're doing and then reconnect with your soul. It's not that you connect tomorrow and he'll be like, yeah, dude, this is what you're meant to do. You got to form that relationship, you know, drop layer of layer of belief system, of limiting thoughts, of all the insults you've picked up over the years, all the different layers of you know, compensation and defense mechanisms. And then you step into that magnificent soul role and you know, begin to fly. Yeah. So I, I've just got, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I, I, do, I do know what you're talking about, but you're, not, you're now talking about people flying. So are we, seeing people walking down the street, flapping their arms as wings, trying to fly. <laughs> no, no, what I mean in fly is, you know, there are those days where you're just so happy to be alive. And there are those days that you have the best day, you've made the biggest sale, you bought a house, you bought a car, and after 10 minutes, you're like, eh, I don't know, what is it? And there are days where you just have this conversation with a friend on a balcony over a cup of coffee and you're like, wow, time just flew, right? It, going back to what, what are we here for? Everybody's here to have an abundant life. Nobody is expected to struggle. We choose to struggle. And, and yes, not, not consciously, but unconsciously. And that's the sleeping subconscious, right? We're choosing to struggle because sometime we've seen somebody being, being celebrated for being the hard worker, for being the good girl, for being, you know, oh my God, you sacrifice for your family. So we're choosing all of that subconsciously to make us feel good. So when I say you fly in your power or in your glory, is that you've understood that your life is anchored in what your higher self, what you want, not in people's validation, not in what you've been just conditioned by your culture or by your country or by your education. But it's like today at this age, at this moment, I wanna to choose to live X kind of life and I'm ready to let go of all those blocks, which is a lot of work and it's very ugly at times. And I'm ready to step up my discipline that's the law of the earth, right? Discipline is the law of the earth. I'm ready to step up my discipline. I'm ready to step up, you know, in, in learning and unlearning things to reach that state. Let's, <clears throat> let's say somebody says that they were willing. And then they sit down with you and you find that it might not be that they're not willing, but there's a lot of resistance. How do you deal with the resistance? So 
resistance is normal. Every time you decide to upgrade, your subconscious, your brain is going to pull you back and say, no, 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 don't do it. Cancel, 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 cancel the meeting. Don't show up. Don't make the payment. That is the automatic response of an upgrade. So my every session that I start with Gavin, I jump straight into a discovery call, which is the reading where I channel someone's higher self. So normally when people chat, we're like, hey, what do you want to do? And here's how I can help you. I, I I skip that and I go straight into channeling their higher self through the, the, the energy vortexes, which is your chakras, right? And that is where their energy tells me, why is the block? What are they holding on to? Is it fear? Is there a repetitive pattern? Are they on survival mode? Are they scared? Are they looking for validation? You know, are they overthinkers? So we jump straight into their energy sending me the message which I'm voicing out to them and then we pick up from there as to what is priority and where do we you know connect from there and so it's not dependent on you know this is what I want to teach and here's what I'm going to do or them telling me or hiding something because obviously they're not met me the first time so we go straight into channeling and then set the set the road ahead from there so I understand what you mean of course um well, not of course, but I do. Uh, <laughs> and some listeners might not. Yeah. Is there a way that we could use me as a guinea pig right now to, I don't know, let's use the crown chakra and show them just what you're talking about? We could. Are you okay with that? Uh, I said from day one, if I can change one mind at a time, I'm all in. So I'm happy to be vulnerable. Okay, let's do it. So close your eyes for me. And take a slow, deep breath in. And as you exhale, just relax your body, melting away any restraint, any tightness, any heaviness. Take a gentle breath in again. And this time, as you exhale, Gently move your neck from left to right, releasing any stiffness, any tightness that might be held in your neck or your shoulder. Take a gentle breath in again. And as you exhale, relax the muscles around your forehead, your cheeks, your chin. And now invite your higher self to share with us messages that you need to hear at this moment. So we're gonna skip straight to the heart chakra. Your higher self says, that don't question the amount of love you have to give. Heal your heart from receiving energy. Giving you 100% is not the problem. Your higher self shows me that you have closed the receiving energy of your heart by having no expectations. He shows me that there is a lock, a nice big lock that's been placed in the receiving energy. 
He says your manifestings, your opportunities, your magnificent growth all comes in from the heart. He says that the heart chakra is related to your solar plexus as well as your sacral, which right now we'll not go into. But we can do that on a personal call. Okay, he, he's continuously speaking. He says, in your solar plexus, there has been a massive controlling element in your life. Starting from something in your early years to creating a repetitive connection of control. That it's so subtle, but it's so definitive right now. And because of that, the need for excessively loving, excessively giving, but again, closing to receive. I'm gonna go straight to the throat chakra. Your higher self says, you never ever need to hold back. Being honest, speaking your truth is not about being diplomatic or being blunt, but it's simply about what you think, what you feel, what you say is the same, is on the same vibration. He shows me that you're very cautious to not hurt people simply because you have received. And that energetic leak is through verbal, verbal attack, like insults or rude language. So he said, while you speak the truth, it doesn't have to be blunt, but the truth not only sets you free, but sets other people free. And we can go into the details of what he's showing me later. Coming to your third eye chakra. Your third eye is really sharp. Your intuition, your sense about people is very sharp. He says, when you cleanse and heal your sacral chakra and your solar plexus, the time between initiation of thought and ideation into the time of execution and manifesting will shorten very quickly. There's a lot he's telling me about the solar plexus, but we'll, I'll tell you that off call. Coming to your crown chakra. Your crown chakra is super illuminated. He shows me that you are tapping into the knowledge of the energy, the universe. There, is, there are two specific spirit guides or uh, ancestors that are kind of watching over you in everything that you're doing, guiding you, supporting you, and mainly protecting you. He says, take care of your energy, shield yourself. When you give, know how much is you, you're giving versus how much is a leak. All right. Take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, you can open your eyes. How, how do you know all of that just from me closing my eyes? <laughs> just tell me, what, what did you resonate with the most? Well, I've heard it before that my heart chakra is locked. So that's, that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah, similarly with sacral, 
Um, and similarly also with, with, with the crown chakra. Um, I know that uh, I'm here to do great things and change the world. And I guess I'm quite harsh in that I want to see results, but you don't necessarily have to know the how, but we all want to know the how naturally as humans. Yeah. It's, yeah. But when, but where? <laughs> so in your case, your higher self kept showing me that there's a lot to clear in the solar and the sacral. Now, uh, the reason we didn't go into that because the solar sacral and the root stores information of what we have received from the world. The heart, the throat, and the third eye is what we're giving to the world, right? So that is why I said we'll do that, you know, off the call because that is a personal space. Um, and that is where he said that your third eye is so sharp. It's so sharp that when you clear those patterns or that healing in the, in the solar plexus, the, the gap between ideation to manifesting will just go like zoop that quick. It's really interesting because, you know, I practice mindset, self-actualization, personal development, whatever, however you want to call it yeah. every single day, as well as obviously guide others and teach others. And I'm, I'm at the point where I'm thinking, you know, all this work that I've been doing, it's, it's taken me in massive strides to where I am now. But where's the quantum leap? When's mm. the quantum leap coming? And I can feel that I'm on some kind of precipice. I'm, I'm close, but apparently I'm not. <laughs> you know, I, I love the way you said the quantum leap because um, I keep giving this example to my clients, Kevin, is that think about yourself. So I'm in Dubai and we've got all of us, are, I mean, 80% of us here are expats. So I keep asking them that if you took a flight, say from, from Dubai to the UK, how many hours would it be? And they'd say four to six hours, whatever. And I said, now think about it. If you went driving from Dubai to the UK, how many hours would that be? And they go like hundred hours, are you crazy? And that is the difference in the right side up and an inverted functioning. When you function from soul and energy, it's like taking a plane because you're at the higher energy. You're at a higher frequency. When you function from the body, not you, I mean, people function from the body. It's like taking the road when there is the option of the flight. That is that quantum leap, right? We create. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I understand. I understand. How interesting. It's uh, almost spooky. Yeah, and, and it's actually fun because sometimes I remember, I mean, I wasn't always doing this. I was in a normal corporate job. I was killing my ass, working 18 hours a day, working on a Saturday. My Sundays were devoted to a migraine. Like literally, I'd spend my holiday somehow de-stressing with the migraine. And uh, I was functioning from my body. But when you make that choice, and I think it all starts with the question, that when you ask yourself, is there a better way to live? Is there a better way to work? Is there a better way to communicate? That is when it at least gets the ball rolling. I mean, that is one thing I'd love every listener right now to ask the question, to look at every part of their life and say, is there a better way? 
And that's it, that, that question, that curiosity sometimes just opens up answers from a podcast, from Netflix, from you know just something you see on the road because the answers are there. We just need to ask the right questions. Well, I consider myself similar to Curious George, the cat. I'm always <laughs> asking questions. So hopefully I'm going to latch on to this uh, lock that's going on. Uh, so, so fascinating. Thank you so much for uh, demonstrating to the audience. Uh, Pleasure. Thank you for being so vulnerable to share so much about yourself to your listeners. I do it week in, week out. And I think they're, well, I don't think, I know they appreciate it. So yeah. I get lots of chocolates and uh, flowers and things like that. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but guys if you are listening and you want to send me chocolates or flowers that's cool but um how interesting i don't really know where so where would we go from here if somebody has a session with you and you talk to them like you just did to me what's next so then when i would finish uh like in in your case we did the the heart the throat the third eye and the crown, right? So I would go through all the chakras starting from the root and then I'd ask your higher self, what do we need to unlock first? So then your higher self would say, you know what? Open that gate of receiving because that's where the magic is or go down to your solar plexus and clear this pattern. And that is when we would create that, you know, those sessions that, that focuses on whatever we've been guided into. So, so more than often, uh, my sessions are either four sessions where we go full into a deep cleanse, unblock, remove all, whatever. You may know it, we may not know it, but then through the session, we're guided into what has to release. Then I have a session called the, the higher, the, the right side up adjustment, which is like an alignment, like the way you go to a chiropractor. And uh, that is where we go seven weeks completely into cleansing clearing the energy, unblocking and manifesting, clearing, manifesting, clearing, manifesting. So we create that balance into, I'm removing something, what am I replacing that energy with? So we're putting in the seeds for creating, not manifesting as I want the job, I want the client, but manifesting as a lifestyle. You know, I found Gavin, and I'm happy to share this right here, that there are, I, I came from a background in corporate, which were super into finance and operations. So for a number person, and then you go into energy, and then it's like, surrender and flow. And you're like, what? <laughs> and I would be like, uh, sorry, like, give me something that is, you know, I used to be the SOP queen in, in my corporate days. And for everybody listening, SOP is like standard operating procedures that how do you have something that's replicable? And that's when I started thinking that what is my purpose here, you know? And that's when it made so much of sense that I was an SOP queen. Can I bring energy and make it into a replicable process? So with that, I created something that works for me and all my clients is a five-step manifesting. One is you set the intention. And your intention is not, I want a 10K client. You say that, okay, I want a client that is, you know, that has the right frequency, is happy to work with me, is willing to work with me, and has the funds to pay for it. And you write down what those funds are. Uh, then you lean in for guidance. 
because there is so much of information, but you lean in to let the universe guide you that who, where do you need to show up? Do you need to show up at a networking event? Do you need to show up on putting out a digital ad? Do you need to show up on Instagram, on LinkedIn, instead of being everywhere all the time and getting nothing? So you lean in for guidance saying, what is it that I need to do? The third step, and that's my favorite, which a lot of people forget, is relentless action. Now, relentless action is not saying, I'll take the action now, and then I'll sit back and say, yo, I surrender. But it's about saying, I will get up every day, and I will do the same thing because I've been guided to do it, and I'm going to give it my all. The fourth step, which actually comes into the third step as well, is infusing your work with energy. The when you show up, you show up with all of that energy. You're completely present. You're completely involved. You're putting in that joy. You're putting that healing. You're putting in that, you know, abundance. So people can sense your energy. That is when you infuse your email, your message, your Instagram, your podcast with your energy. And then when you've done all of that, that's when you surrender saying, okay, universe, I listened. I asked. I did. Now it's up to you. Go make the magic. And literally, Gavin, it sounds like a long process, but I have had my own life and my clients that have manifested in a day, like literally in a day, because you close your eyes, you meditate and the universe will say, okay, send this email out, send this newsletter out. And then suddenly they're flowing in with, you know, bookings of things that they were not even targeting. So it's amazing. That's amazing and it's replicable. Um, so how, I mean, it's getting someone that doesn't live consciously, someone that doesn't react or resonate better with energy. How do you bring that person into the world of energy? Well, I think there are two things is one we need to respect the basic fact of free will that if somebody is not ready you cannot force them but if that somebody is someone you love you care about then there's another two things you can do one is the power of vibration there are so many free videos on youtube you know clear your energy clear negativities you know the, the binaural beats just put it around them. And you don't even need to play it on, you know, the highest volume. We put it on one, it's enough because that vibration changes their blocks. And then they'll receive that healing. They'll receive that calmness. They'll receive that better sleep to be able to process whatever you're saying. The second thing is, you know, thoughts, and there's proven science to this, thoughts are move faster than, than even light, right? So if you can hold five seconds, hold that person in your mind, wrap them in the energy of healing, of protection, of love, they will receive that healing. They will come to a stage of being ready to start accessing, you know, energy, healing, uh, excellence, whenever they are. So that's the way you can kind of give them that nudge. Awesome. Uh, just a couple of questions left for you today. Um, what does stay outstanding mean to you? I think stay outstanding is just being that level up every single day to allow yourself the opportunity and the challenge 
to be one level up than you were the next day? Love that question. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And lastly, if anyone uh, wants to reach out and learn more about you and get in touch, how can they do that? Well, they can just go to the website, which is www.miemind, that's M-I-E-M-I-N-D.com. Or you can look me up on LinkedIn or Instagram, which is K-I-M-S-H-E-L-A-R. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing your both your gift and your wisdom. Uh, and please uh Keep shedding your light and shining it all over the world. Thank you, Gavin. Thank you so much for hosting me and asking such wonderful questions. Love your energy. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed the content and got any value, please do like it, rate it, follow, subscribe, and leave a comment. You'll find us across all the social media channels, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All the links are in the show notes. It's been my privilege to host you today. I'm Gavin Scott. Until next time, stay outstanding.